This podcast is not rated. It depicts major triggering subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, Tim, we have a little prisoner escape on our hands. What? I told you not to touch the newbies. They're far too strong. It's funny that you think you're in charge of what I do. Well, do you see people escaping on my watch? Draken, leave him alone. He's mine. I'll be right back after I clean up his mess, my sweet. Oh, hello. I don't believe we've met. My name's Dracone. He doesn't usually play favorites. I wonder why you're the exception. Anyway, I have plenty of time until he returns. I intend to keep you very entertained. <laughs> Listening to Serial Frictions. Today's story, part one of To Hear a Strange Noise. To Hear a Strange Noise. Enjoy. The rolling hills around her were cast in a blue hue as the fogs of winter choked the day away. All but the feverish horns of the holiday from the small street near her home are drowned out by the wind. A red scarf lays in a puddle, drowned in cold and splotched with mud. She picks it up, and the wind blows fiercely. The scarf tosses, spraying droplets into the quickly approaching dark. She was confused. She had forgotten all but who she was. She knew the house behind her was where she lived, but for some reason, it now felt unfamiliar. From the woods, behind her home comes a strange sound. It's an airy sound, like wind brushing through the trees. She shivers and takes a step back. The kitchen is decorated with stripes and a red dish towel draped over the handle on the stove. The most colorful detail, a dead vase of condolences, which sits centered on the kitchen table. She sits, staring at one of the wilted roses. The house is cold. Shadows of mice in slow motion are cast on the wall, but... She pays no attention. 
questioning her own reality. She holds a plate, now adorned with only crumbs and empty space. She had finished her meal, though she couldn't remember the taste. Her stomach grumbles. A roach appears from the bottom of the dish and onto her hand. She jolts, throwing the roach and the plate onto the floor. The shatter appears to send flashes of strange scarlet lightning onto the walls. After taking control of her anxious heart, she looks with a stark seriousness out the window. The tea kettle screams and she stares at the roach. She slowly steps on it while it crawls over the shards of porcelain. The pieces of plate scrape against the tile floor, matching the sound of the tea kettle as it builds louder and louder. The sound from the woods. She seems to tell no one but the mice. It's getting louder. The mouse ignore her, and its shadow grows as it scurries under the fridge. The fridge door is open? She wonders if that is why it is so cold. She erupts from the water in the bathtub. She takes a deep breath and sobs. Soap <laughs> runs in her eyes, but she doesn't care. There are candles lit around her. The bathroom is small, and she feels as if she's in a box. There is a small window in the bathroom. It overlooks the woods. She is startled as the sound from the woods closes in. She sits on the couch. There is wood in the fireplace, but there is no warmth. Nothing lights the room, save for the headlights of passing cars and the slow flicker of signal lost on the television screen. She weeps as she looks towards the hearth. Maybe she can get some rest. Her sleep at the beginning of the night is restless. She tosses and turns and listens as several mice scurry in the darkness. The room seems to close in from a yellowing wallpaper that seems to fold in on itself. The room smells of musk and moisture. The sobbing woman covers herself with a blanket and closes her eyes, hoping to at least doze, to at least get some sleep. Plush colors of vivid reds and oranges cover the trees. A warm air sweeps her into a lulling euphoria. There is sun on the hill and it is warm, and it is good. She knows this feeling. It was hers once. The usual small critter scurries through the trees as she walks down a path of stone and moss. The lush grass massages her bare feet. The sound from the woods calls to her, the one she heard in her wake. But here, it wasn't scary or loud. It was a welcoming and melodic tone that crinkled in her ears and welcomed her home. It comes from down the path. A pull grabs her and fixates her attention to the tree at the end. It is a tree of odd color and magnificent beauty. The tree casts no shadows, only light. Its familiar spirit welcomes her, and she braces herself 
as if she is meeting an old friend. No, a best friend. Someone she has loved with all her heart. She takes a deep breath, and as she takes the final step, and her loved one's voice greets her for the first time in a long time, and a hand reaches out from the tree. The same sound from the waking woods rings around her. She reaches for the hand, but before she can grab it, a plate crashes. In the kitchen, she hears a rodent scurry away. Awake, but groggy, she sits on the side of her bed, half aware of her reality. Her anxiety is small when she first wakes up. But as she comes to consciousness, she is once again overwhelmed with grief. Knowing she won't be able to go back to sleep, she rises from the bed and walks into the kitchen, destined to clean the mess that the mice had made. As she turns the corner, she is struck by intense fear. Standing over the plate is, is her, or a shadow of her. A roach runs over the plate. The shadow lets out a shrill screech. It sounds like the tea kettle on the stove. The woman covers her ears and screams back. She falls to the floor in the fetal position. The lights on the TV flicker. The woman is frightened. She holds her hands in her face. When she finally gets enough courage to peek through her fingers, she sees nothing. She pulls her hands down slowly and picks herself out of the floor. When she walks over to the plate, she examines familiar breaks and the same size roach from before. She knows what happens next. The sound from the woods enters the room. She screams out loud in frustration and makes her way to the coat closet. She grabs her coat and a scarlet scarf. She runs out the door and stops as she notices her shadow standing where she was before, looking at the cold, darkened hills. Daylight creeps over the trees in the distance. She slides past her eerie shadow as it weeps and she makes her way to the woods. The woods are deep and untamed, unlike the dream. There is no clear path. She feels frightened, but determined to figure out from where that dreaded sound is coming. She runs through the woods with one clear objective. The sound screams around her, terrifying and uneasy, as she stumbles over rocks, running deep into the woods, following the path of her dreams until she reaches the tree. Well, it was a similar tree, but the roots were dark and the bark peeled like her yellowing wallpaper. And unlike the dream, there was no hand reaching for hers. There was no loved one's voice, but the sound of the woods and the realization of what it was. She bolted, retracing her steps, hoping it was not too late to escape the noise, the wretched and inevitable sound, the breath. She falls, her scarf blows away and into the puddle in front of her shadow. The sound coming from the woods was her last breath.
Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you liked it, why not leave us a good review? Share with your friends. After all, sharing is scaring. Music. Mixed down from samples by Kevin McLeod. See show notes for more details. Have a good night.